Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I asked Bob Perry at one point about his practice of prayer. Like, okay, so you walk 40,000 steps a day. How are you praying as you go? And he said, well, you know, in certain seasons, I will write a scripture on a three by five card and meditate on that as I walk and pray. And I thought, Okay, I mean, that feels very 1980s, but also very beautiful. So (laughs) I tried it. The first day, I thought, you know, I've woken up several times recently at 318 in the morning, and I don't get up for my day fully then. You know, I might be up for an hour and then go back to sleep for a while, but the... uh, that's a really specific timestamp, and that is actually a pretty common one for me. So I looked up verses 318, and even when I did that, I wondered, is it going to be a 318 or is it going to be a 318? And beautifully, there were examples of both, and Daniel 318 is very powerful, like, even if not, the Lord is still good, or however that verse goes. Proverbs has a beautiful verse about wisdom in Proverbs 3.18. But the one that really jumped out for me was Deuteronomy 31.8. And it says, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And so I wrote that out on a three by five card and (laughs) then completely forgot about it until near the end of my prayer time. And when I pulled it out, I thought, you know, this is kind of an action verse. You know, the the Lord himself goes before. And so I had this picture and I would do it with my hand, like something going in advance. And then the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. And that's more like a friend thing. So it was kind of like I locked elbows. And then it says, he will never leave you nor forsake you. And, you know, Those are both not very nice words, but if something leaves you, I sometimes leave my children for a couple of days or somebody needs to go to the grocery store and so they leave home for a little bit and then they come back. But if you're forsaken, that's a different level of rejection. That's a a permanent severing. And so then it's as though the Lord will never do that. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And then it ends, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. And I was thinking about this because modern science of psychology, as far as I know, would say you don't want to focus on the negative words, right? So instead of saying, do not be afraid, it would be better to say, be courageous. And instead of saying, do not be discouraged, it would say something like, live in hope. And because my understanding is the brain for some reason rejects those little not words. And so it would hear more like be afraid, be discouraged because those are the two actions that are being emphasized. And I guess I can understand psychologically if they've tested this, that there's probably some relevance to that. So I was asking the Lord then why is this? (laughs) I'm assuming that the Lord actually does know more than modern psychologists. And so I was like, Lord, what is up with this verse? I mean, 
it's very beautiful that the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. That's awesome. But then we have four negative words in a row. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So you're dealing with leave, forsake, afraid, and discouraged. That's not awesome. And so as I continue to think about it, though, I thought these are actually really recognizable. If somebody says to me, do not be afraid, I know what fear feels like. If they say, do not be discouraged, I know what discouragement, hopelessness, depression feels like. Whereas if somebody were to say to me, be bold, be hopeful, I mean, those are really nice words. I really like them. I just don't always know what they look like in practice. Or they're a little bit more difficult for me to hang on to. I I hope that I'm unique in that, but I suspect I'm not. And so I was talking to the Lord about this because I was like, Lord, here's this very beautiful scripture. And yet it's filled with these kind of negative words. And the Lord said, but you also, people know what it means to be left. They understand what it means to be forsaken. And so there's a reassurance here of those horrible things that happen that's not happening to you. And so it really becomes this if-then statement that because the Lord goes before, because he's with us, with you, then you don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be discouraged. That there is a level of saying, I want to enter into this understanding that the Lord goes before and is with me and that that's a permanent condition that he will never leave. He will never forsake. And so I was praying through this and praying this over our clients at workplace prayer and really just pressing into the Lord about this. And all of a sudden I got such a strong witchcraft headache and Usually at this point, when I get those sudden onset headaches, it's, I would say, witchcraft, manipulation, or control. But I wonder a little bit in this case, if there's also some part of hopelessness, and I have not analyzed my headaches enough to know if they come in a specific spot on my brain or in my head, does that mean something? But I just want to ask, and so here's my prayer, Lord, I thank you that it's not like the Lord's emissaries go before you because already that would be pretty amazing. Thank you that you do have angelic helpers who behold your face and who are with us. We're truly grateful for that. But Lord, this verse promises that the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. And so I'm grateful for that, Lord. Thank you for that promise. And then, Lord, I'm asking that because of that promise, that you would upgrade our ability to even comprehend what that means. That we would have such a depth of, ah, I guess, resting in you, that the discouragement or that doubt, that, that part of us that says, No, things aren't actually going swimmingly well at the moment. I would, (laughs) are you really going before us? Are you really with us? Lord, I'm asking that you would simply remove that, that we would be able to enter into full confidence that what you say is true. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen.